Welcome to the Stacked Supplement Podcast, the premier source for supplement news and reviews. Welcome to another Stacked Supplement Podcast interview. And with me today, I have uh, Head of Sales over at Concrete, uh, Freddie Mullins. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Appreciate the time today. So usually I go over, like I start off with it, like a history because Stacked's been around for a while, but a lot of brands predate me or I meet them long after they've been introduced and I don't know the history but concrete I don't think you guys need an introduction I think it's uh, the, it, it's pretty well established but as we we're talking about before we started uh, this conversation was um, you're in a unique situation where you can uh, you, you license concrete creatine HCL to other brands but you also have this uh, this flagship supplement brand as well um, I guess what, one of the questions I want to ask is what came first? Was it obviously you had the innovation? Did you choose to push it out in via licensing or a brand first, or how, how did that actually begin? Yeah, um, so I've been with Concrete for five and a half years now. So this is well before me, but um, the way it worked is we came out with our Concrete product launch first, and then we had um, some of companies with Caged and Force Factor. I think were the first two. That had approached us about licensing to use in their um, their products, um, seeing after the performance of the, the product you know had done on its own, as well as the exceptional properties of the uh, creatine HDL molecule, um, that that's how the progression went. And um, as we were talking earlier yeah. too, since then, you know we we started you know with a couple of brands and now have you know several dozen that um, license our ingredient. Had that idea popped into your head before they came to you? Like, did they come up to you and you just like, this never even crossed our minds? Or was it something that was kind of in the back there? Yeah, I, I mean, that's a good question. And one that probably our CEO, Mark Hoffman, <laughs> could answer, you know, since it was before me. Um, but, you know, w- when I joined the team, that was something that was center focused for me in terms of oh, okay. our, our, our unique ingredient with eight patents. And we, we, uh, co-developed it with University of Nebraska. Um, we first came to market early in 2008. Um, and, you know, again, we're kind of feeling our way through at that point. Um, and then we had some really, uh, you know, I, I've heard it even on the podcast before, people are right. You have to have some really good, you know, science and products or ingredients. But then you have to have a bit of luck too. And um, in 2010, I believe it was in uh, Muscle Fitness, it's um, when Rock Johnson, had mentioned in one of the uh, write-up features on him that this was his creatine of choice. And I mean, literally wow. since then, <laughs> it's, it's been rock and roll because, uh, you know, that really spiked it. And then, of course, you know, Dr. Jim Stepani's embracing of the creatine yeah. HDL um, was, was huge because he's, you know, just such an um, individual that is not only incredibly smart, you know, with his, you know, his background, but he doesn't like fluff. He doesn't like fluff yeah. and weeds it out really quickly, you know, with his uh, intelligence and background. And, and um, so when, when we had him really utilize, use the product, see the science, and then get the benefits that this uh, ingredient does provide um, without any of those side effects that plagues other forms of creatine for, for many individuals, um, that, you know, he really embraced this ingredient, which was key for us as well, early days um, and establishing this as a product that not only has science behind it, but also has the application 
you know, because I've you know been in this industry long enough to see a lot of promising science come on new ingredients that hit the market through the years. And sometimes it's just one of those ingredients that are better on paper than in the body um, for whatever reason. But uh, so, yeah, that's um, that's how kind of the early days positioned us and, and started to become an exponential awareness of the ingredient, and how it was different than other forms of protein. Did you think that uh, those partnerships like Jim Stopani and, and, and Cage, do you think they helped both obviously the reputation and uh, reliability of concrete itself, but did you think it also kind of bled into the brand, uh, the, the line of products you have that just of the concrete brand? Yeah, absolutely. I think when you know you have an ingredient, whether you're just an ingredient supplier or uniquely as we have, you know, both licensing of the ingredient and our own product line, you have a reinforced validation, especially when you are with brands that are very high visibility, very high reputations, and their customers are, are you know, demand that. They expect that quality that um, that the, that product will deliver every time, and so when you start to see that in you know multiple brands, I think it does nothing but help reinforce the the quality of of concrete and the the reputation of it, and then to the consumer as well, just the awareness. You know, and, and it could be that a person had never tried concrete, maybe they didn't even like creatine really, uh, because it made them bloat or cramp or had GI distress, and um, then they use a, a pre workout that does have it, and they're like, holy smokes, this is you know, giving me all these performance and strength and enhancement benefits, but this is the first one I've ever used that doesn't give me the unwanted side effects. Um, which is funny enough, that's how I, you know, came to love the brand in the first place myself, well before I was with the company. You know, I tried literally, I'd given up on creatine altogether because we went through a phase where there was a lot of new introductions of creatine molecules um, in the market. Uh, and Everyone promised to be better and offer these yeah. benefits and things, but everyone would really bloat. Bloating was always my issue with, with creatine previous to concrete. So it's kind of cool the fact that, you know, with my history, you know, my, you know, my individual success in terms of using this, this ingredient for the performance I wanted without those similar side effects, it, you know, positioned me perfectly to move into this role because, you know, it, it's one thing to, to you know, sell something because sometimes you have to. If, if you, it's not applicable, you maybe selling a prescription drug that you know is for something that you have no need for, but you still sell it. But it's a different story when you get up and you actually have a testimony and you can validate what you're saying by you know what what you've experienced with the ingredient. So you know, yeah. when I moved into joining the company, it, it's it's just different. It makes it a lot more tangible, I think, when you're talking about the ingredient and your experience with it and why specifically. I actually heard that similar story with uh, Jim Stopani when he launched his brand. I remember people, I didn't actually know of Jim Stopani until he launched his brand. And I was surprised when I found out like how big of a following he had. And someone told me that they said that this guy has been preaching these dosages and these ingredients for years in his articles and his, 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 um, his education. And so obviously he had a crowd that wanted this and then when he goes and makes a supplement he puts everything in that people already exactly. knew he liked so i guess it's right. a similar situation here you obviously love this ingredient and so now you get to sell it and you don't have to feel i guess pressured to push one way or other you're just like dude this is this is my jam this i already i already know this that's, is it. Good. <laughs> that's right absolutely you know and you know one of the questions i get a lot of you know is is monohydrate bad you know or is, you know what 
as they will inherently no. You know, it works in boosting muscle ATP stores. I have no problem with monohydrate itself and the way it's supposed to benefit. The issue is that it's a clunky molecule in terms of absorption. And because of that, you have to dose significantly higher than ours, for instance, to get that you know, peak of the bell curve benefits. And because of that high dose, that's where it causes a lot of those unwanted side effects. And, you know, so there, there are individuals that, you know, I talk to all the time. They're like, well, I don't have, you know, any of those with monohydrate. Awesome. You know, case closed. I mean, it's, if you're happy with it, there's no reason to necessarily steer off it. But, you know, at the same time, there are benefits of ours as well, which, yeah. you know, the bioavailability, the rapid absorption that really influence when your performance can be had by using the concrete product um, much more rapidly than if you used a mono in the light. So there are benefits outside of just not having those side effects, but um, but I always say, yeah, monohydrate's not you know inherently bad in terms of what it does. It's just how it gets there. It causes yeah. a lot of people issues. I mean, is you need alternatives. It's, it's just this. I think every ingredient, well, not every ingredient, but most of them have them. And you have there's there's like you said, obviously some people will find it more beneficial than others, and the and the and the benefits will suit them. I actually thought of an interesting thing though. Do you think that if creatine HCL came before monohydrate, do you think that uh, it would, or concrete creatine, do you think if that came first, you think, because that would be an interesting way to think about it, because obviously, like you said, it has all these things that are, uh, you know, that you are superior in. Because if creatine monohydrate came in after HCL, it would be a very different story, I would think. It's. Uh... <laughs> I, I agree 100%. I mean, I wish that was the case in a lot of ways because you know, then we would have like 40 some years of whatever studies to just continue to reinforce and have that um, synonymous name. But the, uh, it's funny though, the, the interesting thing about that, speaking of that, how, you know, if it came before or after, you know, a lot of times we have something that's on the market and somebody develops a solution that either makes it better or comes in a different direction uniquely and innovatively correct, you know, to trump that. And the story behind concrete was um, Mark Faulkner, CEO, he um, used to uh, be partners in ownership of uh, Aegis Labs. And Aegis Labs did all the drug testing for the NFL uh, back when uh, he was involved. And he would hear multiple players that literally would reach out and say, look, I don't take steroids because I want to be a bodybuilder or um, a vanity issue. I take steroids because I get literally hit by a truck every single week and I need to do my job to make my cash, right? So if you're taking this away from me, what are you going to replace it with? And so Mark's really funny because he's one of those guys when he gets that, he gets that, that in his head and he sees something, he's an innovator. I mean, it's, it's kind of our company's um, North Star, always has been and always will. But so he started working on peptide research, because the issue was is the monohydrate was available, but the players also would voice, hey, I can't cramp on the field, potentially tear a muscle, be out for weeks. I can't bloat and be slower. You know, whether you're running back or you're alignment, it doesn't matter. You want to be quick and have that speed as well as the power, strength, and endurance. And so he, um, that's actually the impetus of him starting to research into, okay, this is creatine monohydrate is it now. How can we make this better and, and provide the benefits again and subtract these um, the negative side effects that you know he was having so that's that was kind of the inspiration behind it and you know then began all the hard work um, of not only the research and the studies but actually locking in the hcl molecule um which a lot of you know 
I think about 16% of pharmaceuticals in HCL form because it does create a more bioavailable environment. It's just difficult to, to sometimes be able to get that to work in translation, the conjugation of that. So it took a while and a lot of effort. And, um, and then of course, you know, as you, as you know, we're talking to ingredient suppliers, then there's all that hard work of having yeah. to go through the, the whole of the paperwork, all the, you know, uh, NDIs and, and grass and, and then registering and having eight patents on it, which we do, um, that goes into that investment. And that's why you don't see a lot of innovation of, of new ingredients or new ingredients based on a base form, because it's a lot of money, time and resources that are invested in that um, yeah, process. We, I had this discussion with uh, Matt from Compound Solutions and I think he, I didn't ask for like, specific figures but he was rattling off uh, the processes and like you said how much it costs for a safety study mm. and i said holy in any he, he obviously gave me a ballpark and then he said and then if you want to do a study and launch it with benefits and then i was like holy shit so you're talking before launch a, a lot of money and and i said you got to believe in this thing's like pretty damn well to just put that amount of effort into it before it even sells and he said yeah it's not a it's not, it's not a cheap game and no, kind of thing, no like, I mean, like you said yeah 100 and it's one of those things that you want to try to have that process in line to where every check mark is there on that page before you proceed to those uh you know qualifying studies and, and clinicals and things like that to go into that because he's right they're not cheap um and they yeah. do take a, a, a you know tremendous amount of money but investment in your, your time and resources to see those through and then to make sure that they're accepted and you know validated and then all the process so um so yeah i mean it's it's that's one of the things that's you know uh, i think for me it's kind of frustrating is because it does take such a long process and you have to everybody's got a finite bandwidth so it's how to invest that into making sure that you know you continually innovate and, and progress where you can you know in the market so yeah and i think um it's it's it's, 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 it's an interesting juxtaposition, though, because in supplements, we see new pre-workouts every day, every week. And then when you get to the ingredient side and you see one maybe every year, every two. It's, it's, right. It's, yeah, it's, 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 it's definitely quieter versus, <laughs> you know, the lot that you see of the, the pre's coming in from all brands and such. Um, well, I mean, I think, you know, from my experience, too, I think you got pretty much three things that you see you have uh, in, in sports nutrition. You have three approaches marketing you know one you know and not not general marketing specific marketing creating a brand that has an allegiance behind it whether that's done through you know you know hardcore personality uh for the brand or if it's more of a science-based nutrition and, and knowledge base or uh, or whatnot you know you see there's some great brands that establish themselves like that and then you have soft innovations which soft innovations would be like all the great flavors that we've seen hit the market and stuff over the last few years and the partnerships and collabs with big brand or big companies like Nabisco and things like that, um, as well as every year, maybe doing a revamp where you're tweaking the product some every couple of years or, or sooner. And then you've got hard innovations, which is where I, I think the ingredient and true innovations like ing new ingredients to market that offer superior benefits or eliminate unwanted side effects or other um, so, and yeah, that, as you, you know, just stated, you don't see a lot of those hard yeah. places come through often because it's, yeah, it's a lot. Well, you guys are, uh, well, just fresh off the, uh, the, 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 the launch of some, some, some big innovations. And I thought I would definitely call them big, 
just because I don't think I can, I know that you've come out with new supplements before, but uh, Concrete, the brand is just dropped, uh, well, at least it's dropping four new supplements. Um, like I said, I, I think the last one I remember was the Alpha um, okay. Recovery from maybe three, four years ago, I think, if I could be right. wrong. Um, and so, yeah, it's been a while, but this is a, uh, so, so you guys have announced uh, four new products. You got, uh, I'm going to do my best. And I think I can remember them all, but you got concrete uh, plus nitric. You got concrete muscle recovery, concrete hydrate. Is it hydrate hydration? Yeah. Concrete plus hydration. And then concrete test. And um, so they're all the core concrete ingredient the creatine hcl that you've built your name on combined with um basically another category another ingredient for a different uh, benefit with concrete i think i use concrete test as a great example just because it's very not very separate but quite distant categories pre-workout or performance with uh, testosterone boosting and you've done with uh, combined testophen if i'm not mistaken and concrete in that one um so yeah that was a because you teased that a few weeks back and I remember you teased it with like just a name and I was like this is this is a lot coming from a brand that I don't see that often right. so how long has have these things been in the work because I, I have to imagine they've been probably taken a while to to come together and finalize and everything yeah um they have they've, they've been so on my mind for a long time because um you know when evaluating what we want to do next I had you know the benefit of covid and then you know with the supply <laughs> yeah. chain issues really making us just make it just let's keep everything out the doors that we can get in and get going um it was a bit of a time where probably these would have been out earlier but it it did a great thing in terms of what, what direction we want to go and the fact that it gave time and space to really think okay what does this brand represent what do people know us by how do we best position products um, that we do come out with next to um, to really provide additional benefits to our, our our customers and gain new customers as well as you know how do we play in the space where it's at now in terms of the sports nutrition category and so the first thing you know when I was going through that process was if we look at how we did it in the past it was concrete was just our concrete creatine HCL um, and then we had Premier Sports as kind of a blanket brand name and that that's you know, been historically always associated with this group. But, you know, you start, you should always be asking hard questions yourself. And the first one is what value is Premier Sports really bringing to this brand? I mean, if I ask, you know, somebody, hey, how do you, what do you think about Premier Sports creatine? They'll be like, who? You know, I mean, I'm just being brutally honest here, but that's the truth. And because of that, if you ask somebody, have you ever used concrete creatine? Oh yeah, of course. You know, you'll get a completely different reaction. And so where's the strength in that? Where's the awareness in that? It's going to always start with concrete. So with these products, I wanted to anchor each of these products with a, a either a dosing or a full dosing of our concrete, 750 milligrams to 1.5 grams, and then add those plus because it's concrete plus one. So we want yeah. to add plus additional benefits. Um, and these categories really came out of, again, First, me kind of stepping back and say, okay, what, what's in my bag right now? What am I using? Why am I using it? And, you know, I know a lot of times people can maybe have that very centric formulation process, but that was just a starting point for me. 
So I was looking, I said, what makes sense then based on kind of what I'm utilizing outside of our concrete to really pair with these and why? Um, and so for, for me, like the, the, the evolution for this is one of those that, again, it's, it's simply making these a few things. One, one that they're completely able to be used independent. You can use one or you can use them collectively. You could use all these because they're offering additional benefits in unique ways. Um, they're all stem free. So you don't run into that issue of um, how much should I put in this? Am I gonna, how many actors should I put in this? All those kind of questions that can come up when you're trying to formulate a pre-workout. Um, and then three, this space really allows us to be utilized as a supercharger to a pre-workout you know, with any of these products. So a person, if they're using, you know, C4 or using Ghost or something like that, or gyms, uh, pre-gym, they could take these products and it would completely, you know, complement, you know, that, that, that yeah. pre-workout or their regimen. Um, and so I thought, you know, that was where I wanted to be with this brand uh, going forward is that I wanted to be in a space that made sense, that offered benefits that were unique. And then um, critically, could be one of those products that is a, you know, a me too in the sense of, yeah, I'm going to use you as well instead of either or. Um, because that's the thing with pre-workouts. It's just, if you're going to be, you know, and there's a lot of great companies that do great pre-workouts, but it's it's a very congested space. And, you oh, yeah. you know, yeah. you have then, <laughs> you, you have then the issue of if you're going to come out with a singular one, you know, how do I make this right for everybody, right? But then as most will, they'll have different levels. Um, and it gets really, really, uh, you know, very consuming if you sit in that space. You know, it has to be for the companies that lead that. Um, but for us, I thought this was a place that, you know, again, and also it kind of backs us out of a space of competing directly with our licensees because we want them to succeed, you know, um, as well. So we're not actually just butting heads with our, our, our fellow licensees that have products um, on it, uh, any category. But we, we come in and we can actually be complementary to them as well as this line could be independently and collectively. So. I did like the, uh, the, the, the approaches you took with them, because if you told me you were going to do uh, you know, concrete with four like types or categories or ingredients, I wouldn't have guessed those four purely because even if when I saw the name muscle recovery, I was like, well, that's concrete with the BCAAs. I was mm -hmm. my immediate guess. And, um, same with uh, what's it? Well, hydrate obviously was the obvious one, but in test, and then you got nitric. It just seemed like very non-typical ways to go. Because, like you said, I feel like you could have gone BCH, you could have gone uh, something with a thermo, you could have gone with caffeine. None of them are probably what I would have guessed, and I thought that was pretty cool that you took different routes with just like you said things that wouldn't really clash with anything else. Uh, people might buy it and you know, like they say people who use concrete and they're not going to have to worry about overlapping on anything because again none of it stems um they're very very rarely seen ingredients and also very reliable and, and effective so it's a, I, I it makes sense like you explaining how you pick them because like i said i would not have guessed any of those and uh, the approach yeah. and i mean i think that was intentional to step back again and think okay <clears throat> you know, of these categories, why are we choosing them? Why does this make sense for those individuals that would use these products? And, you know, the clean hydration is a great example. Um, it's a performance hydration product, rather. Um, 
and, and the, we see tons of hydration you know products and sticks and stick packs and such but um, this one with the adding of creatine uh, is really unique in the fact not only does it have our concrete creatine hdl but i think it allows us to do something that you know a trend that we've noticed and we continue um, to press in our messaging as well as the broad benefits of creatine to a human being versus just a sports nutrition consumer um, and also all athletes not just you know people that are in bodybuilding or powerlifting and things like that because a runner can use this and benefit they won't have water retention issues they won't have cramping issues and they'll have that hydration that they want you know before during or after um, along with having a sugar-free formula that tastes fantastic and again we in, in these ingredients uh, of these uh, products excuse me uh, it's really cool because we don't have any artificial sweeteners used in any of them um, we use stevia and uh, you know the flavor house we we've switched to working with now is absolutely hit home run after home run and the the hydration is a product that has a better taste than liquid iv for instance without those 11 12 grams of sugar they have per stick so you really kind of hit on all the things that you want with the full most very complete electrolyte profile and then you have again the performance aspect because at, at essence creatine boosts the atp it boosts cellular uh, you know, energy essentially, uh, and it, it provides benefit whether you're a runner, cyclist, uh, crossfitter, bodybuilder. Um, I think you know one of the things about creatine though is it often gets so associated and ingrained with you know lifting weights or trying to gain muscle size or things, and that's certainly obviously a wheelhouse for this because I think the the thing is that's one of the areas you can see that tangible benefit so clearly. You know, when you start using concrete and then three weeks later your bench has got x percent you know an x amount um you can really see the difference um but some of these other athletes that may not have used it before they start using it and all of a sudden they're fresher when they just ended you know a, a long run or a long bike ride you know and they you know feel much better in terms of the next time they're performing as well because the body has that fuel for that energy and whatever that energy is so it, it's it's really the way we see of creatine moving in terms of the athletes that use it and why they use it but then outside of that too you know creatine is is so much more beneficial than people you know give it credit for or no because you know the body's brain uses 20 percent of digested creatine or that is which is produced naturally to fuel it but again it makes sense because we're getting back to the cellular level um of how you know our body utilizes and produces that energy so it supports t-cells even cells for immune support powers them and then there's incredible research going on right now that um, is directly related to um, you know, the immune support and how that how creatine benefits our body's immune system so it's so much broader than where it's at now and that's certainly the, the direction that we see this going specifically with our, our creatine hdl because of its unique properties in the body um, and so it, it really is one of the early goals with these was to again branch out of just offering those um, you know typical i don't want to say that in a derogatory way but the typical ingredient profiles or positioning for different sports nutrition uh, products and have this really graduate to be able to appeal to a runner or a cyclist or uh, an wow. athlete of any kind as well as again yeah. As well, sorry, just as well as again, like with the nitric oxide, that's another one that could be used by you know a runner because you're increasing blood flow in the body and the nitric oxide production. And um, 
and helping to power the cells as well, as much as it could somebody like me who gets gym and loves a good pump. So it's it's kind of the idea is to, to you know, like I said, it's very intentional. Make sure that these decisions and these categories and things we're playing in were perfect for sports nutrition, but at the same time, we're not limited to sports nutrition interests. So it's sort of like a, uh, like a showcase almost of sort of like creatine or concrete. We know like the fans are very familiar with what it's for. Your concrete's kind of promoted for strength and power and recovery. So I guess you're saying is uh, one of the goals would be that it's, you, you're sort of pairing it with things to an audience that isn't necessarily strength and recovery or power driven. And then it just shows you that this can work for you as well. I guess that you must have had some left on the table then, right? Because I because I could see that one. You could have thrown it with collagen. I feel like that would have been a good pairing. You could have, immune. I think you could have thrown it with vitamin C and a few others. So, I mean, I, I'm guessing there were others, and 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 the four were kind of. The- oh, I had a bunch. Yeah, so I had a bunch, and originally presented up to my uh, you know product development team, and and we collectively kind of centered on what we thought were the best starting places in terms of. I think yeah, this. solid starting points. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And we, we feel that, you know, with this, this, and, and, you know, all the things we've already talked about, the, the, the product of uh, this product extension definitely has much, much more to go in terms of developing yeah. this more and offering more without, um, without becoming, you know, we're, we're starting to miss the mark on what we want to be intentional about, but um, certainly feel like, you know, these extensions are great foundation and we will very, you know, very much, build these out as we go down the road and that was actually going to be one of my questions was it was it going to lead to others obviously depending on the reception and whatnot but yeah with that idea it's uh i can see how you ended up with these ones now because it, it does make sense it's obviously not things that are typically associated with sports nutrition i think that the test and the uh the nitric would probably be the closest but uh the hydration obviously isn't your typical concrete electrolytes sorry even creatine electrolytes is not probably something i recall seeing um let, let alone and obviously the recovery i think obviously we've never seen anyway it's uh, yours um the other half of it is yours as well so yeah damn and one thing uh, the last thing i want to touch on was uh as you mentioned one of the goals that you have with these extensions is to I guess bring concrete in as the brand and rather than premier sports and kind of just drive concrete as the name and you mentioned uh earlier in the week that uh future innovations or innovations outside of things that involve concrete would sort of be branded as uh from the makers of concrete um is this like a like i would have to it sounds like kind of a big turn obviously these concrete extensions are big but with the idea or just saying that it's going to be from the makers of concrete it sounds like uh we could be seeing more of uh it's what we saw a few years ago when we had concrete covering multiple categories is that kind of what we're getting into with uh those or at least with that approach yeah i think certainly for um in one in one aspect um second is you know we're not we're not done innovating we've we've got a lot of um plans to continue that and again like I said it just happens to be uh, one that's you know very very encompassing in terms of your time and resources but I mean that's at the heart of what we do we really want to take and make things better um, and so 
you know, with that being said, if we had something down the road, we always want to have that concrete name, you know, that's attached. So from the makers of concrete, however, we actually end up phrasing that when we do have products that extend um, in different directions, whether it's uh, new ingredient innovations that are just a solo, you know, uh, product, um, that would still give it that association with the consumer and, uh, you know, that trust that comes with the concrete name of ingredients that are going to perform as they are supposed to uh, and give those benefits um, and exceptional benefits as, as the customer will expect. So, so yeah, that was the impetus. We're getting, we're getting, we're getting some more. This is just sort of the beginning as, as by the sounds of it, we've got. It is, it is the beginning. Yeah. And, um, and one that I think it continually is, as we get into it, we'll, we'll find more, we'll learn more, we'll understand. And, and you know how it is with, there's always new developments, new directions and things to, to look into. And I think that's one of the reasons why I've been, you know, in sports nutrition so long um, is that it's always evolving. It's always improving. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, and that makes it exciting. And that makes it something that um, also keeps you uh, very in tune with what's going on. Um, so you can know uh, the direction that you see and, and everyone else is following in terms of how we, you know, get there or maybe improve that. So. Um, you know, one of the other things I wanted to mention, and I don't know, I don't know if you, maybe I mentioned this to you before, but, um, 2023 is going to be a banner year for us in the sense that, um, in Q1, we'll be, uh, operating our brand new, beautiful manufacturing plant, which will now manufacture the first U.S., you know, domestic creatine produced ever of any form. And that's, um, that's huge. Big investment. You know, Mark's a visionary. You wish you would have done this 10 years ago is what he always said. But um, this is really remarkable because, you know, you have China, India, and yeah. Germany with, with wow. Creapure. And Creapure has always been regarded as that premium creatine monohydrate because of the quality. Well, now the U.S. domestically made um, concrete creatine HCL is a first for any form of creatine. It's something that we're exceptionally proud of and, and excited about. Oh wow! Congratulations. That's a uh, that's. I imagine that's yeah. been something that's been going on for before COVID. Oh, yeah. Obviously, <laughs> we this one's been in the, like I said for years in Mark's mind and, and his his vision. Um, but um, having everything lined up and, and the process of getting there because these you know um, reactors that we have the tumblers everything they're huge and so you know get everything in place and, and with the supply chain and stuff, all the slowdown that happened with all the materials and the engineering and stuff that had to go on. Um, you know, it's, it's been a process for sure, but uh, I think for us, it's something we couldn't be more proud of and excited to, you know, have, you know, stamped on our, our logo, you know, American made. Wow. That's huge. That's yeah. gotta be beneficial for both sides. I imagine both the concrete brand and obviously being able to just have it here and supply straight yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, and I mean, we've always um, had our, our our manufacturing plant that we have. The other one uh, is an SQF, you know, safe quality foods processing um, uh, certified plant, and so we have a very diligent process of how we are, are, are you know, um, uh, creating our, our creatine HCL when we get it in. But now that it just gets around any kind of worries or constraints about um, anything in the supply chain messing up with the exception of plastics and things like that, that we're not going to start producing anytime soon. But um, it, it, it gives us a level of freedom. And um, those that we've, um, you know, informed on our licensing partners have been, you know, over the moon about 
Oh yeah. You know, this how this changes things and, and not changes, but it just improves. It improves everything in a lot of dynamic ways. And, uh, it, you know, again, we're already blessed to be a vertically integrated company, but having this is a, you know a uh, additional asset. It's, that's that's that's, uh, that's that's vertically integrated on a whole nother level. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is a this is going into high rise vertically. Wow, and, uh, wow. But I, I I didn't know if I had mentioned that to you before, but I'm excited to you know share that with. No, you. hell no. I definitely haven't heard that. <laughs> not even close. You know, it's hard to keep a secret from you. <laughs> so anyway, I mean, that's I not like was... that's not really something that I would have heard and passing either that's that's like a pretty big deal and like you said january the kickoff 2023 when you said we're going to have a banner year i was like okay what are you doing and then you said that oh shit that is yeah. pretty big yeah it is i mean because you know no other form of creatine ever been domestically produced and uh so it's something we're we're exactly excited about wow well congratulations and uh yeah looking forward to put that launch or that opening in january and yeah uh, yeah I mean, you do have to make a trip to where our manufacturing plant is in Nebraska, right outside of Omaha, and you can come tour it. You'll see. It's 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 remarkable. It's remarkable. But I don't know if uh, Omaha, Nebraska is a place that you uh, I don't know if have on your bucket list. Just to look, I'm not a, like I said, I'm not a geographically great person. I assume it's, it's, it's far out, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see what we can do. Yeah, it would be fun to have you, though. So. Well, uh, thank you for coming on. It was great to... I got a lot more than I expected. And like I said, I didn't have any questions planned. So it was turned out fantastic as hoped. But uh, yeah, thank you for taking the time. Oh, it's a pleasure. I appreciate it very much, Shane, and all the great work that you did for all the brands, you know, big and small that you, um, you know, really helped get uh, visibility and, and the word out on. So I appreciate it very much.